Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments to be with us as we take a look at the book. I recently did this series on Jerusalem, past, present, and prophetic. Now, we're going to take just a moment to give you a sample of this study. It's a five-part, five-hour audio series that is available on CD, and I'll tell you how you can get your copy of the CD in just a moment. But if you will, would you stop now and listen to this particular portion of the study, Jerusalem, past, present, and prophetic. Where does Antichrist go after, after the false church? Go to 2 Thessalonians. Keep your Bible open in Revelation. We'll come back. Go to 2 Thessalonians with me. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 4 says this. This is talking about the appearance of Antichrist in 2 Thessalonians. The rapture takes place first before the Antichrist appears. That is according to 2 Thessalonians 2.3. Now the Antichrist, look what he does. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or all that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. After he destroys this false church, he goes to Jerusalem, his throne city, walks into a temple that will be built in Jerusalem. Oh, there's a temple over here that Jesus Christ builds, and we'll talk about that in the future. But there's a temple at this midway point of the tribulation. How do I know that? Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. And he, the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant, a peace treaty, with many of the Jewish people for a seven-year period of time. And in the midst of the seven years, he will cause the abomination of desolation, the sacrifice to cease. Matthew 24, 15, Jesus said, When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, 2 Thessalonians 2, 4, the Antichrist steps into the Holy of Holies in the temple in Jerusalem and sits down as God. By the way, Isaiah 14 says, Satan, Lucifer, before he became Satan, said, I will be worshipped in Jerusalem. And he goes here, his throne room in Jerusalem to rule and reign from. There's only two things needed. For that to happen, signs, wonders, and miracles, the appearance of Antichrist, and a temple, a temple. Well, there's no temple in Jerusalem, Jimmy. I know that, remember? I live there. There's a gold dome building on the spot where the temples once stood and will stand. The men are studying, 28,000 of them, in Jerusalem, the priestly duties. Their priestly garments have been made. The instruments for the operation of the temple, like the Mizrach, which is the pitcher-shaped item made out of pure gold and silver, carrying the blood, they have them in storage. The Ark of the Covenant, they know exactly where that is. The only thing they have to do is build the... Oh, even the harps, 4,000 harps have been made. In fact, 
I have a documentary that proves that called Ready to Rebuild. And if you don't believe it, let me conclude. Fellas, bring the lights down. Watch the screen. I will show you exactly. This man named Levi is at the Temple Institute where they have prepared. This is the crown for the high priest. It is made out of 24 karat gold. 24 karat gold is flexible. That can be put over the turban that the high priest will wear when the temple is operated. That is 24 karat gold. This is the Mizrach. This Mizrach is what they put the blood in. Notice it does not have a base on it. You'll see it has a point because if they set the Mizrach down, the blood would coagulate. That's made out of pure silver. They have some made out of pure gold. See the point right there? And those, they have 5,000 of them ready so they can do the sacrificial activities at the temple. So there's the crown for the high priest. There's the Mizrach. I want you to notice they also have the garments for the priest. This has to be made out of one piece of cloth. Here is how they weave these uh, garments. They have enough for 28,000 priests already in Jerusalem. This is the garment that the priest would wear. Similar to the high priest, he will wear a white robe, and he will have over it a blue. These are the men studying the priestly duties. By the way, these men are the men who will be priests in the next temple to stand in Jerusalem where the Antichrist will go in and desecrate it. This is the ten-string harp. Shoshana and Micah Harari moved to Jerusalem. They were living over here in Vermont. He was a Finnish carpenter. He found that. Here's his Harari, House of Harari, the harp factory. We're going to show you who working on the harp here. The ten-string harp is the one that they saw a copy of in a cave in the Jezreel Valley. And it basically is the same type of harp King David made. He's making a 22-string harp here. This is Shoshana Harari. She has the ten-string harp in her hand. Uh, when the Jerusalem posted a story, they said this was the first harp made in Jerusalem in 4,000, excuse me, 2,000 years. An old rabbi held that harp in his hand. He said, uh, as he cried, he said, man, this means Messiah is here because the Talmud, extra biblical Jewish writing, says when a 10-string harp shows up in Jerusalem, that is the time for the coming of the Messiah. And that is a 10-string harp, the very first one made in 2,000 years in the city of Jerusalem. The temple is going to stand on the spot on the temple mount where that gold-domed building is. But underneath that is the location for the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant has never been into Ethiopia. That man right there is Yehuda Getz. By the way, that's me on the right, and that's Menno Kalashir on the left. He is the pastor of the church I started now. He's translating for me. Yehuda Getz is the chief rabbi of all the holy sites in Israel. And this man with one other man, Rabbi Shlomo Gorin, went underneath the Temple Mount. They saw the Ark of the Covenant. It is ready to come out. He's explaining here. I saw the table, uh, the, the tablets, the Ten Commandments. I saw the rod of Aaron that had budded. I saw the cup of manna in the Ark of the Covenant. See, uh, minnows are green. Yes, I saw these things. 
This man has seen the Ark of the Covenant. They have every single thing ready. And that Ark of the Covenant is underneath the Dome of the Rock. By the way, Second Chronicles chapter 35, verse 3, Josiah told the Levites to take the Ark and put it, it says, in the house. The Hebrew word is bayit, B-A-Y-I-T-H, which means secret, secluded hiding place. And that is where the Ark is, underneath that gold-domed building. That's the eastern wall. There's the eastern gate. This is the approach looking across the Kidron Valley. And that's the location where the temple is going to stand. That is the most sacred piece of real estate in all of creation. Father, the evidence for the appearance of Antichrist in order for him to desecrate the temple Signs, wonders, and miracles. And a temple. And everything is there. Ready for prophecy to be fulfilled. Allow us to live in light of these truths. In my precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you very much for joining us for a look at the book, Jerusalem, Past, Present, and Prophetic. Jerusalem is the center of the earth. Jerusalem is the city that God has chosen to dwell among his people forever. Jerusalem is the location where you and I will rule and reign with Jesus Christ throughout eternity future. You need to study about Jerusalem, past, present, and prophetic. If you'd like to get your copy of this five-part, five-hour audio series on CD, you can call our toll-free number. It's 8-PROPHECY-8. That's translated into 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. Either go to our website or call us right now and order your copy of the five-part, five-hour audio series on CD entitled Jerusalem, Past, Present, and Prophetic. I have to warn you, if you get this series on study Bible prophecy, you'll be aware of the fact that Jesus Christ could come at any moment. In fact, even today. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...